Hi, everyone. You're listening to the IBSI Views podcast. I'm Gaia Lamperti. I am IBS Intelligence Reporter. And today I am joined by Kathy Stairs, Executive Vice President Americas at Provenir, and Thomas Matetsky, CTO at Zilch. Thank you for having us. Lovely. So today we're going to discuss buy now, pay later with both parties and get, you know, a take on the regulatory landscape. Whoever would like to kick off can give us some insight on the Zilkin Provenir's partnership? Sure. Kathy, if you don't mind, I will just jump in here. Absolutely. Go ahead, Thomas. Thank you. Thank you very much. So just uh, to kick off this conversation, I think it's important to point out that Zilch is not like any other buy now, pay later. This sector is quite packed right now, but uh, we actually have a very uh, important differences between our offering and the offering that you can find with our competitors. We are the fully regulated and uh, fully governed uh, buy now, pay later company. And as such, we are all about the customer. We are actually customer obsessed obsessed and we are thinking about the responsible lending. That's why the partnership with Provenir was kind of obvious because we share exactly the same values. And uh, we go that far as saying that the customer is not only the person who got an app on their phone and actually actively buying things, we think about a customer across the board. So the, the, the thing about the Provenir that we liked and why we decided to partner up with Provenir was mainly they, they share the same goal, the same approach that they empower Power the customer. They help us to make to achieve our goals, and they make it very easy for us to make the decisions and to actually work toward our goals with our end customer. We are now facing this hyper growth stage where we need partners like Provenir to achieve those goals. And and I'm I'm happy to say that uh, the Provenir uh, journey so far was amazing because they are giving our full access. Uh, They share the same values and at the same time, they're working really fast. That's what we like to see. And that's what we tend to do every single time. Thank you for that. And I'd just like to add on that absolutely customer centricity is core to our values. um, And we echo that it is all about the customer first. You know, and it, and it's companies like Zilch that have that differentiation to bring to the market in order to satisfy BNPL needs. And it's really what we can do for them is provide access to more data, bigger data, incorporate artificial intelligence and machine learning into models so that they can make the best choice for their customer. And not always in that credit focused way, but as you know, with BNPL, It's looking at alternative data, orchestrating very powerful models to be able to deliver a decision for end customer that is transparent, convenience, and allows them to monitor their spending control. So when we talk about responsible lending and it provides access or financial inclusion to many people that companies like Zilch wouldn't have have been able to interact with in the past. And so we're pleased with this partnership to bring such such a differentiated um, product and platform into the market. Thank you both. Maybe a question for Thomas. Would you like to tell us in details Zilch offerings terms, the reasoning behind the choices you made? Sure. So uh, like I said, we base our offering on that responsible lending. So what it means that the customer journey and the customer grows together with our product. So uh, when onboarded, the customer is presented with a certain amount of available spend. And that spend reflects uh, kind of like the template of the behavior of the customer. They are entitled to to share the open banking details, for example, to increase their, their spend. And the very first offering we've got for our customers is 
pay in four. So essentially the customer can make a purchase and pay the 25% in front. And then over the terms of the six weeks, he can pay the rest, uh, the, the rest, uh, the remaining the installments. The other way we offered as of today for our customers is paying one that benefits for the customer in getting the reward. So essentially the customer can pay the whole amount uh, upfront, but then he's rewarded with a 2% uh, reward on his account. So essentially he's getting like the cash back for every purchase when paying one. Obviously on top of it, we've got uh, now uh, tap and pay. So literally customers can go uh, pretty much anywhere and pay Zilch anywhere for whatever they please. And that's something that's also differentiates our approach to the customer and the, to the product than any other competitors. Keep in mind that the Generation Z and the more nerdy approach to the finances create those uh, finance-savvy individuals who are very careful about their credit score, who are very conscious about how they perform with their finances. And how we like to think about Zilch and our offering is we are not yet another credit card and we like that the customers are actually referring to us in a completely different way. The way it works is you can end up in a position that you will come across an amazing offer either online or in store and you can use Zilch to pay for it. Yet you are not tricked into those uh, dungeons of the credit cards and fees and stuff on top of it, where you can end up with a bad credit score. It's very transparent, very honest. And after every purchase, every now and then we're verifying the customer and we can bump up their balances. So as I said, the customer grow with our product. But that doesn't mean that we stop there. For us, it's just a stepping stone because we want to introduce a new ways of payments. We want to introduce new features. And as of Q4 this year, we will introduce yet another option for, for our customers to pay. So there's a lot of things going on on our side and we want to introduce new ways and new features that the customers will love. Great. And as you mentioned, the younger generations like millennials, and Gen Z's definitely make up probably the biggest portion of the user base of BNPL products. Is this reflected in Zilch consumer space? So definitely we can see that the majority of our customers, and, and, and keep in mind that we are now almost at the 1 million customers in the UK only. So it's a pretty impressive, especially if you consider our position right now, because we are way ahead of our competitors if you consider where they were in that moment in journey with the customer database and how many customers they've got in the position that we are right now. That's what we're uh, referring to as a hyper growth stage. Obviously, the pandemic and the, the lockdown kind of like the fuel, the buy now, pay later market in general. And you can see that the market is quite saturated right now. But most of the competitors are the copycats of the one of the oldest buy now, pay later on the market because they tend to do the thing over and over again, expecting that the customer will just follow. But like you pointed out, the Gen Z and millennials and in general, people after the pandemic are more cautious. So we can see in numbers that the amount of the customers who are conscious about their credit uh, score and their spend is growing. And as we've got the 
very positive feedback from, from our customers, you can see that the, the thing they appreciate the most is this flexibility they've got with Zilch. It's this, this transparency. They know exactly how it works and they know that if they will pay in four, they're not paying any fees on top of it. And whatever we've got a fees for, uh, for the product, it's also very transparent for them so they can know exactly how to plan their finances. And I think that's a, that's a crucial part and that's what is important right now because it, we are living in the new world and we all need to kind of adjust our habits. And from Provenir's perspective, we're proud to enable that type of environment through you know real-time decisioning in nanoseconds to be able to, whether it's tap and go, whether it's using in an app, However, the customer is interacting, we can help enable Zilch to deliver that phenomenal customer experience. And, you know, we've seen the increase and, and you know, across the board in BNPL and, and Thomas is right. The differentiation here at Zilch is phenomenal. And by us allowing and our platform allowing, you know, Thomas and others inside of Zilch to respond to customer needs, to actually make changes, to make changes to their models and their strategies real time in a platform and get real results, enables them to react quickly to customer needs, trends, regulatory environment, anything like that to continue to deliver that choice and transparency to their customers. Brilliant. Kathy, I was just about to ask you, with BNPL, it comes risk. Why are they different from risks posed by traditional credit? Right. So what I would say is, you know, BNPL is very different for the reasons that Thomas has articulated than credit, right? And I think the, the inherent risk and in, in looking at it again from the customer-centric view is that customers could potentially overspend, right? It's all about the cash flow, right? BNPL is, you know, used to be the layaway, you know, after the depression. And really what this has done is taken it to the next level. And so it can be both a risk and a benefit that, it, especially after COVID, cash flow could be tight. So it enables customers to still consume smaller articles that they want to, or even larger, and, and have a payment plan. So the risk really is, are we taking a true look at our customer from a data perspective, model perspective, and really understanding who the customer is and what their needs are? And so the focus is always on that financial responsibility and transparency. So what we can enable to do is orchestrate a tremendous amount of alternate data. Recall, you know, gone are just your credit score is what's going to dictate how financing is delivered to you. There's a tremendous amount of alternative data that can give insights into customers' behavior, overall customer profile, and that data can then be put into models and other strategies to help Zilch learn their customer and how they're you know, moving through. So we can mitigate the risks by ensuring we've got great fraud strategies and helping to deploy real-time fraud strategies with access to a variety of data sources and fraud products that can be put in regulatory cover. So if there is any regulations or anything that needs to change or be added in, we can then help ensure that they're compliant by making sure those rules are all in place. And then finally, going through the journey, as Thomas said, it's not just about the first option, it's managing that customer and helping them to develop a responsible and well-balanced financial sense and continue to deliver those products to them. There are a tremendous amount of people we call, you know, potentially the invisible customer, where we haven't been able to able products for them because they don't have that heavy, thick credit report. And what we're seeing, and especially in 
Gen Z, millennials, you know, they don't at the same point in time of boomers, you know, in age, they don't have the same level of wealth, assets, security that would normally enable traditional credit like products. So offering this customer choice, again, coming down to consumer choice, the risk is if you don't offer the consumer choice, they will go elsewhere. Um, and you know they will look for other means to procure things. So this provides an amazing opportunity for customer choice. And we are, think of it as the neural network inside of that that takes what Zilch wants to do, how they want to approach their customers, how they want to interact with those customers, and make it a reality through that powerful data orchestration and real-time decisioning. You know, when it comes to making sure that customers are completely aware of the terms and what it means to sign off a payment in installments. To what extent the responsibility falls also merchants in making sure that they communicate all the terms with clarity, at which point of the checkout they make the consumer aware of a buy now, pay later offer. What would you say is the sort of collaboration needed between merchants and regulators and providers in making the experience faster, easier, and safer for consumers? So that, that, that's a very, very good question, to be fair, because uh, uh, as we are discussing, the millennials and Gen Z is slightly different. Uh, and you need to understand, like everyone needs to understand that we are living in the data-driven world right now. Uh, and yet for us, the data is pretty much like where the bare bones of our system is. And the whole structure of our product is based on the customer comfort and the time that we've got to make the decision and to, to provide the outcome for the customer. And uh, partnering with Provenir helped us to, to achieve that by, like Cathy said, addressing the compliance and, and being compliant with the regulatory requirement, but also to be able to provide with the customer with very transparent way of what they're signing for. Because uh, uh, I'm coming from the financial background and, and uh, back in the days, it was very difficult to explain to the customers all the difficulties of the credit cards. And, and usually it was very complicated to actually explain them what does it mean that you need to pay this amount and all of that. Our product with the help of the provenir makes it very, very simple. Before you make the purchase on the merchants that are currently on our platform, you can see exactly what you're signing for. So you can see exactly what are the terms. Either it's a pay in one, so the, the full amount will be deducted from your account directly and you will be rewarded with the, with the points, with the rewards within Zilch. Or you will pay this in the four installments of 25% each and there is no fee. So you can rest assured. And I think that comfort, that, uh, that additional insurance that you know what you're signing for and there is no hidden costs, no tiny little marks or, or small captions or descriptions anywhere. I think that's where customers are really happy. From the merchant perspective, we've got this approach over, over the top directly to the customer. We like to empower customer to be in control so they can make that decision. And we've got already a few examples where we boarded the, the merchant mainly because customer 
customers were paying so much and were making so many purchases at the merchant that it would make only sense for them to join us and, and partner up with us. So that's, I think that's pretty much what kind of like it's a, it's a core of our success and it will be driving force moving forward where the customers actually in the driving seat and uh, that the data, it's as a data-driven world and the data-driven product, it's a recipe for success, if you ask me. Yeah, I think that's exactly it. It's, again, going back to the value, core value of customer centricity and the generations we're dealing with drive how they want to procure things, everything in the online and e-commerce world. It's not for merchants or others to dictate terms. It's really about looking at the data and, you know, changing and changing the way we interact with customers, changing the way we use data to inform insights and better decisions so that we can reach these customers. The ability to respond quickly, as Thomas says, with a merchant as that example, that it only made sense for the merchant to join, but having a flexible um, infrastructure that you could just put that merchant and join them into your overall strategy, still deliver the best in class without a hiccup is extremely important and powers companies like Zilch to make these decisions and to go forward and meet their customer needs. We mentioned the data a few times, but what are the other technologies or the way we can use data to to power technologies um, that could facilitate BNPL adherence to regulatory requirements? So from day one, we were leveraging all the existing technologies, including like the architecture on the cloud, including the empowering developers to, to work with a certain area of the codes not really affecting other part of the system and we really empowering agile and scrum approach within the company where we want to deliver as much features as possible with that in mind uh, the partnership with Proveni is less uh, first step in my mind in terms of getting more interesting feature in the background, in the, in the back end of it. Because the more we can introduce the tools that will help us with either machine learning or official in, uh, artificial intelligence or identifying the templates and behavioral templates within the customer. The very first example of it is kind of like the open banking where we can understand the customer better and we can tailor our offering to the customer. But think about how we can take the provenir and start to build tiny little microservices on a side together with provenir. We can then connect it to the the data. We can plug in the data and we can identify who's going to be our best customers, how we can adjust their spend and adjust their uh, available balance to what they need. And and keep in mind that the the today Generation Z and Millennials, they're growing and that's what we are hoping for. We want to grow with them and we want to introduce new products and new features that will actually fit their needs on every step of their journey through life. Yeah, and and I would add on that Thomas has throughout this discussion about a data-driven society and that's exactly where we are. And one of the things that we can do is take that extremely large amount of data and provide data-driven insights. That's really what it's coming down to. And we do, we are able to operationalize machine learning and AI right in the platform. And that's a differentiator for Provenir as well. You can go in and make modifications to models, to all sorts of different um, scorecards that are in there. And you can look at how that would affect your real-time customer today without impacting. So you're making not just predictive, but prescriptive analytics 
that can help you to just constantly fine tune your strategies and what you're doing to enable the customer and then take that through the entire journey and grow with them so that you can change as they change throughout the course of their financial life, which is threaded in everything they do, whether it's now they're buying groceries and, you know, soon they need to buy a car. And, and what's to say that we can extend these kinds of products and grow with them? Thank you very much, Kathy and Thomas. That was a very insightful conversation. Thank My you pleasure. Very much.